Sten Morgan here. I hope you're doing well. I want to announce that we are launching the How to Be an Elite Advisor course. We are combining all of our best teachings and ideas into a course that you can complete in less than a week. I want to share with you the best ideas that I implement within my practice that have helped me achieve more than I ever thought possible. I want to share how I have unique meetings with clients. What's the mindset of an elite advisor? How do you prospect in a way that'll separate you from other advisors? At the Elite Advisor Network, we reject average. I want to help you see what your full potential is and reach it faster. Set time aside this week to take the course. Click on the link or go visit gobeelite.com. I'll talk to you soon. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Andy. This is Becoming an Elite Financial Advisor. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about commitment. We have a framework that we're going to share, uh, and I, I know that it's going to be helpful to you, and I want to encourage you, whatever app you're watching this in or listening to it on, uh, we're going to have a link uh, to a guide uh, that is going to walk you through uh, these levels of commitment and, and applying it to your life. Uh, and so look at the show notes there for sure. Um, I, I think that this is a this is a topic that can be revisited <laughs> every day, oh, yeah. every week, not just New Year's, right? Because that's really the time that most people really get focused around commitment. But I've been challenged, and I appreciate you sharing this uh, with me, uh, these levels of commitment, uh, because this exercise, um, it's really it puts a name to things that are real in our lives. And I think that people are really gonna enjoy the episode because it, um, it it puts a name to something that we all universally experience like day in and day out. Yeah, it's that feeling, and we coach hundreds of advisors, just the frustration of life with things when yeah. we all have goals and desires. That when we sit with advisors, when I coach business owners, there are times passion about these things. If If all it took was an idea, we'd all have companies and be living our dreams, but it's the follow through. It's the execution that is the biggest piece that most people miss. So what I loved is I first got introduced to this content and I visualized it. I was like, it makes sense that it's a a progression that there's more there's than just like, yeah. there's a continuum. It's not just you're in or you're out Yeah, because there's people that are like, Hey, I have an idea, but I'm going to, uh, that's all it's going to go. And then people kind of get down the road. And I've seen so many people be so passionate, invest so much money into ideas and companies that don't work out. And, for the people I've surrounded myself with, a lot of times they're doers. Like for some reason, everything they touch works. That's the one that it's, it's a, there's a mystery there. And I think, again, we're going to break it down today as mm-hmm. to um, giving a name to this experience a lot of us have seen. But there is, it's that there's just people, it's like, why is it what they do work? I will say this, there's a gentleman that I followed for a long time. Uh, Chris Gillibo is his name and wrote a few books and I went to a, a, con- a conference used to be called the World Domination Summit. Nice. Um, which he always said is a good name for a conference until you're at the airport and ask where you're going. <laughs> and you're like coming from another country and you're like, I'm going to the World Domination Summit. Like, okay, that's awkward. But um, I remember someone asking him, like, Chris, why is everything you do work? And he said, because the things I do that fail, you don't see because they went away. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not actually true that everything he yep. said I do works. But the, what is true is there are people, as you said, Stan, that have figured out this level of commitment and they figure out very quickly, mm-hmm. nope, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yep. Or I'm going all in on this mm-hmm. and it's going to work. And what do you know, a lot of things work for them. Yep. And sometimes you do, and I've learned this the hard way at times when I've dabbled in some things and they took a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of time. And then you have something that works and you're able to compare the thing that worked and what was required to go into it yeah. versus the things that didn't. And so our hope as we go through this today is that you've, 
if you're in business, if you're an advisor, you've learned some things the hard way. Yeah, is that we can give you this tool and resource that you can start using as a filter. That the ultimate goal is some of this stuff becomes instinctual. That like to others, it appears you're making these decisions quickly and naturally. When before, what you know is that you had to learn to do it because maybe there was a time where you're like, I dabbled in a lot of things, none of them worked, and I felt like I was the problem. Yeah. Versus my commitment level being the problem. Yeah, I, I think we have to overcome our nature, mm-hmm. and 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 our level of commitment is tied to our nature Mm -hmm. and whether you see that from a religious perspective or not but like i think that my nature is not the strongest my nature is i like to stay in bed (laughs) and you know your nature is i don't like cold plunges but you do cold plunges Mm. right like it's not our our human nature is like to keep our blood warm yes (laughs) so when you get into your cold plunge it's not like this is a great idea your body is going you are Blankety, blankety, blank, get out, get out, get out, get out, yeah, right? Yeah, we need to be aware and we need to disrupt the system. I remember hearing before I started doing some of the cold plunge stuff that most people live their life in like 70 degrees. Mm-hmm. You go from your car to your yep. house to yep. your office, and the whole goal is is comfort. Yeah. And there's obviously health benefits to some of those things, but for me, it's at times catching my mind leaning towards comfort yeah. and, and giving it an opportunity to choose a different path. Yeah. And so let's we'll start walking through the scale now. Yeah. So again, this is the five levels of commitment. I do want to say this. Um, I can't pronounce this guy's name because when I tried earlier, I was talking to April oh, about it. Let's and see she just easy, laughed dude. at me. That's Robert uh, Woodbolding. Oh, that's pretty good. Does that sound good? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whatever I said, she just laughed. I made Robert, like if you're a, listening, we're sorry. Like a, like a cartoon character. Woodbolding. Yeah, it was bad. Um, <laughs> she's like, do you stutter? Um, but so this uh, has been originated and, and described quite well by the, the doctor that, that you had mentioned. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name. Um, and along with a gentleman named William Glasser. So this is the five levels of commitment. And I just think it breaks down a reality in a way that is very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give a short summary. And then I want you to kind of give some color to each one of these. Okay. Perfect. The first one is called, and I love that this is where it starts, lack of commitment. <laughs> yeah. So what this basically is, this is acceptance or apathy. So tell us what this one looks like. Uh, in short, you just said, I don't want to change. Like, I, I have no commitment. I don't, don't ask me about quitting that thing or starting that thing. Like, I'm fine. The way I've experienced this more often is when people are like, I'm just not, that kind of thing is not something I do. Interesting. Like, they're, the way they view themselves is like, I don't accomplish big things. Nobody in my family has ever done that. And so it's almost like I don't even start the race. Well, let's, let's go even smaller. Like, oh, I don't work out. Like, I just, that's just not something I do. Like, they just go, the first, and this is why I love it. The first level of commitment is mm-hmm. you don't want any. You're not even lying to yourself. You don't even try. Because the yeah. next level before we get into it, like, is like sort of hoping, but you don't yeah. do anything. You don't, you, don't even tr- you don't even want this thing. Yeah. You're just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I think that's like you don't see yourself as successful. You don't see yourself as accomplishing hard things. And part of that is probably buried in your story somewhere. When you mm-hmm. think about mine, single mom, three sisters, like nobody made much money. And so for you, it may not be that you don't have the desire or the ability, but it may just be like you don't know any better. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know any different than like I just grind and barely make it yeah. by. And the good news is, is we get to work with so many people that I've seen so many different types of advisors reach this crazy level of success their stories are different. Some came from nothing. Some came from a lot of things. Like the the background is more or less the story we have to take hold of. It should not be the thing that tells us who we're going to be. Yeah. And that's where I see the biggest hang up in this is it's more of a mindset issue yeah. than a reality. Yeah. So the first one is uh, they call it lack of commitment, <laughs> which is just you don't want the thing. You've talked yourself out of the thing. You're not even hoping for the thing. Yep. The second but one. I'll say one more thing yeah. before we move on from there. 
Most of these people will tell you that they want the ultimate outcome of that thing, though. Meaning if I said to somebody, you could work less, help more people, and make more money, they would say, that sounds good, I want that. Very few people would be like, no, I don't want all the benefits of it. Yeah. So most people will say, I want the benefit. I want to practice with a great team that's healthy. But when the, the obstacle or challenge is put in front of me, that's where I don't think I have what it takes. So the next one, level two, is the out, they want outcome without effort. Mm-hmm. So I think actually what you talked about falls in number two. I think there's some people that just reject it as like my identity is that's how much money I'm always going to make. Mm-hmm. I don't want a big practice or I don't or whatever it might be. But they yep. they they're they're actively resisting the out the, the good outcome. The next one is I want it, but I am going to put no effort. I'm just going to literally their effort is I want it, like almost an entitlement to an outcome. Yeah, I, this is where I hear it. Oh, that mm. sounds nice. That must be nice. Like, yeah, it is. If you work for it, you can have. It. Oh no, that must be nice. Must be a great, great problem to have. All those, you know, it's like mm. it's this, and mm. and they would take it, but they don't want to work for it at all. Yeah. So it's literally just this level of commitment. I shouldn't say they because there's things that are true in my life. I'm sure, mm. but this is full of wish, hope, and fantasy. Uh, you you want to lose weight. You do nothing to lose weight. Mm. You want to get stronger, you do nothing physically to, yeah. right? You want a better relationship. You don't change any of your habits mm-hmm. as it relates to that relationship. You don't, like it's, yeah. it literally only exists on an emotional level. Yeah. The next one is trying. Mm. And another, another I, I was spending some thesaurus time today. <laughs> Me and thesaurus. Why you, What'd you come up with? Dude? I want to know. Dabble or waste, mm, nice. which is that you just try stuff. You sure. just, but the minute, and this is the, this is the characteristic of this one. The minute, it gets difficult, you bail. The minute there's any level of resistance whatsoever, you mm. go, That's too, nope, I'm out. Yeah. So where do you see people do this with advisors? Like where, where do advisors go, oh, maybe in the minute it gets hard, they go, I'm going to go back to whatever. I've experienced this when advisors observe or perceive other advisors having success and they somehow interpret without even asking or being mm. curious the things that are being done to get that outcome. And so they'll try it for just a little bit of a time where all they're doing is just a fraction of what took to make that happen. Let's, Mm -hmm. for example, say an advisor is really successful putting on events. Yeah. There's so much that goes into a good event. Invite list. What's the invite look like? What's the follow up so much? But if you just say, hey, events look like they're making that advisor money. So I'm just going to come up with a topic and invite a bunch of people and it should just work out. And then when only five people show up, they say, I'm never going to do it again. Yeah. If you've done events enough, you know that sometimes five people may show up but you're still going to do the next one because 20 people show up to that one. And so the dabble of I'll put out just enough effort and then as quickly as possible when the the feedback is not overwhelmingly positive as quickly as I want it to, I'm going to move on to the next thing. Because what our business will not argue is that activity is good. And so at times a lie could be I'm an advisor, so I'm just going to do a bunch of stuff. And if I just do a bunch of stuff harder and longer than other people, it'll work out. Yeah. And, and the quality is not necessarily the priority. So they say that your these this this phase is characterized by by phrases like uh, "I'll try," probably uh, "I'll start doing that," mm-hmm. and I love this phrase. Trying is weak. It means we will take action until we hit something difficult and challenging, and at that moment we quit. Mm. And the problem with this, and it's more so in the next level, but the problem is then you can say, "I tried." Yeah, you check the box. Yep, I tried that, but. It, it and this is this is what I find a little scary, and I think this is a healthy scary. Is um, the author states um, 
the bare minimum to get by standard is a calling card of the dabbler and never leads to mastery. I, I agree with that. That mm -hmm. makes sense. Sure. It also rarely, this is the interesting part, I thought, it rarely leads to great outcomes, consistent results, wealth, love, or happiness. And by rarely, I mean never. <laughs> and I think that should haunt us, that it's like yeah. if you try something, and the moment you you know feel resistance, you stop. Mm. And there's and, and this is why I want people to go to get the, get the resource, because we're going to have you do an inventory of your life and, yep. and your levels of commitment applied to the things you say you want, yep. is... Is how many times have you just tried and tried and tried and you haven't succeeded? And yet you go, well, I tried. Yeah. Right. Try becomes, that's why I love it. He says, trying is weak. Dude. That's like if Yoda was harsh. <laughs> nice. Trying's weak, man. Because he says like there is no try or something like that. There oh, either yeah. is or isn't. You know, there's no try. But the the new version we tried is weak. Yeah. That brings up a lot. I think the. You need a minute? No, I just, the, the interactions I've had so many to where like, I feel like I want it so badly for the advisor. They want it for themselves, but the, and I, I would almost maybe argue most advisors fall into this bucket or maybe it's a blend between three and four and we'll talk about four, but it's, I'm not going to push myself beyond and we'll talk about number four here in a second on kind of what that looks like. But the proverbial box checker of activity, that they're they're more concerned with preserving what they think they know to be true in their comfort, yes, than blowing it up in order to get the result at all costs. The reason which is that, where we have to what you to. said is true is because the truth that most advisors live in this um, third phase or stage is the try, because most advisors aren't advisors anymore; mm -hmm. they were advisors, right? Because they tried it and then. They didn't yeah, commit what, to it. Eight, nine out of 10 in five right. years are gone. Right, yeah. right. And so I do think that there's a lot of advisors living in level four, um, which is where they say, I'm going to do my best, right? And so this is effort and then accepting failure. A and many try and then many accept the results of their efforts. Mm -hmm. So the reason it's different than trying is you don't just quit when it gets hard, yep. right? That you really feel like, Hey, I, I, I'm really going to apply myself for 30 days, for 60 days, for this year, for, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to write the check. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to hire the company. I'm going to hire the, 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 the PR company. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to redo the website, man. We are going to redo <laughs> the website. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Again. But you know what I mean? It's like, yep. I'm going to go on the trip. Yep. I'm going to, I'm going to show up. Right. Um, now this is like, this isn't like, I want to download the podcast. I'm not even going to put that. In. I'm talking like, well, this is, you're going to buy the course, mm -hmm. right? And the problem is that people will say, and I love this quote, well, I did my best. I guess I'm just not meant to get X or achieve Y. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you is where do you think this leaves people? Like that, that would be, if I was stuck there, if I never got to level five, it would essentially end up being that I'm the problem. Like that success is elusive to me because I've given it all I can and it just isn't happening. You think that? I don't. You think that? Oh, see, I was I, like. No, no. I think when, if people are stuck in this and I'm trying to think of if you're listening and you're like, hey, that's no, where I, I think I am. I think I disagree with you. So here's where I think people are. If they do four and they, they, if they do level four, which is I tried and, I, and I'm just not really meant for it or it just, it wasn't possible for me. Mm -hmm. I think what they're sim simply saying is, hey, I did my best. 
Like that's not and on so me. So I'm okay with it. Situationally, okay. it wasn't. And and yes, I think that's the danger. And this is what they say about level four. This is the most dangerous level, is because you really do you write the check, you go to the event, da 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 da, and then it doesn't work. Then you can truly say because before you're just dabbling. The minute it gets hard, yeah. if you said to someone, "Did you join the gym?" Yes. How many times did you go? I went three times. Okay, do you really think you gave your full effort? No, not really. They would admit to that. But the problem with this one is, no, I tried it for, yeah. you know, there's a big influencer right now that's going through a major health transformation. And one of the things he said is, you know, I've been doing this for six months. And he said, I have crazy respect because I think his perception was it's like a 30-day thing. Mm. You know, and he's like, no, no, it's like, it's a yeah. lifelong thing. Oh, yeah. So I would say where most people are at in level four is they they take comfort in saying, I really gave it my all. Yeah. But they never gave it their all. I think back to some specific phone calls I had, and I met people that were stage fours, made the investment, did the thing, and it didn't work. And they were left feeling like, I just can't be in this business. Hmm. Like the the result of all of their effort means they put everything they could into it and it didn't get a result. Okay. It wasn't like an encouraging out. It was more of a disheartening yeah, yeah, and you're right. I mean, I appreciate the clarification. Like, I wouldn't say that these people also end up going, well, I feel good about it. Like, they don't feel good about That's it, right. but they also sort of don't blame themselves. They just go, well, it wasn't meant to be. Yeah. And and maybe that's true sometimes. Yeah. But the I think- tough thing for me on this one, and I appreciate the word they use, because this is what the person feels. Like, you you feel like you gave your best. Right. But we know, it's because we've helped people break through these, these best barriers, right. is that it's not. Like, you are capable of so much more than you know. As of now, though, you think that's all you have. Right. But we've seen advisors go from, I've never charged for advice, I just do this, I've never thought I was going to have a business like this, to I make six figures a year charging for advice, I've hired multiple people, right. and and who they were before is is a fraction of what they've become. And talking to their past self, and this is my story too, you know, 16-year-old Sten would be like, there's no way I have companies with team members, like that just does not happen to people like us. Right. And so my definition of what was best for me then is is nothing compared to what it is now. And so part of accountability, and this is what we do with our community and our events and our programs, is that system needs to be shocked enough mm-hmm. that all of a sudden you def- redefine, like, that's not my best. Like, I have more. Yeah, I need to uncover it and I need to learn how to push through it. Because if somebody truly believes they gave it everything they have and it didn't work out, yet, to me that would be pretty disheartening, that I would yeah. be settling for something else. Yeah. And what we're not saying is, hey, you will bat a thousand. Like, yeah. everything will work. Like, like I, when I coach, I don't say to my players, like, if you guys do this, I guarantee you'll win. <laughs> like, maybe they're just better than you, right? But this really is about, like, full commitment, yep. you know? And so... Well, we know that the odds of it working without it are zero. Yeah. Something could work for just long enough, but unless you're breaking through these levels, and if you own a successful business now, you, you'll, you'll get this. If you've had some big wins where you're like, I put everything on the line, it required so much more of me than I ever thought... My family had to buckle down for this to work. And yeah. then we hear these stories is that you'll eventually realize like, oh, I got to level five. I didn't know I was there, but level five is where we all have to get. And you may say, and this is part of the tool we have that you can go download is, man, I'm at three. And I had no idea because I didn't even know there were five stages. Mm-hmm. And so part of this is like, we're helping you put into context, like, where are you? Yeah. And then the goal should be, all my efforts need to be is how do I move myself yeah. to stage five? Yeah. So, and again, the only... The reason I found this to be so helpful is I didn't have the right names for these things. You know, I didn't have the name for, I didn't know the difference between three and four was so significant. I didn't know the difference between four and five was so significant, Mm -hmm. but it is. So here's level five. Level five is whatever it takes. 
So this level leads to results, as the author says. Um, and there is there are, there are things that people will do, and you see these things happen in transformations. Mm-hmm. You see it happen in relationships. I mean, I've been uh, a part of a group of uh, other couples from our church, and, and all of them, actually, in the group we're part of, are older than us. And as they, you know, help my wife and I walk through difficulties, they're like, hey, you want to be encouraged? Let me tell you about my story. And I'm like, holy smokes. <laughs> okay, I feel better. Because they said I'm all in. And they figured out, like, hey, mm-hmm. there's what here's what needs to happen. I think that the other thing that we find with some people, and actually I was talking with an EN member today, it's interesting when they make this commitment. They made the commitment. It was about hiring someone. They made the commitment. Mm-hmm. That hire is not really working. But they didn't say, uh, I'm not going to hire someone else. I tried. No, they're like, I'm going to go hire someone else. Nice. And so to me, it's like they made the commitment. And now that they're over the edge, it's like, now I'm going to get better at it. So That's again, good. it's not that it's going to work yep. the way you thought it was going to work necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's just that you're going to stay committed to it no matter what. So that whatever it takes is that it cuts. And this is where I think I want you to speak to this. It cuts off all exit routes. Hmm. I think that's the biggest difference between four and five is you just go, it's, it's, it's got to work and or I'm not going to turn around until it works. I'm not going to mm-hmm. exit until it works. I'm going to yeah. keep iterating until it works. Yeah. When I did my first book project, Seven Mindsets of Success, I called this the safety net because yeah. for me, that's what it was. It was if I had something to where I knew there was a fallback, yeah. it always, uh, I always held back something, some energy, some commitment is that when I jumped out and started Legacy, there was no, nobody was going to pay my business rent. There was like, it had to work. Yeah. And so when I think about this stage, I would encourage you as you think about whether it's hiring somebody, whether you say, hey, all I've done is sell products, but I want to get paid for my time and advice. And we coach a lot of advisors how to do that. It's not necessarily that you're committing to whatever the process is to accomplish the ultimate goal. You're committing to the ultimate goal. And then you are going to iterate whatever it takes to get there over and over and over and over again. And so for the advisors that come to us, they say, I think my time and ideas are valuable. I want to get paid for it. Teach me how to do it. And within our teachings, there's variations. You may decide to work with this level of client, this level of client. But what they do not lose commitment to is that my time and ideas have value. And so as you use that tool, I encourage you to look through and say, okay, this is something I've always wanted uh, for my business. I want to have a team. I want to have this kind of uh, product shelf. I want to charge for my advice. Make a commitment to yourself for that. And then go find the people that are already doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because there's no shortage of information, no shortage of training. But if you're saying, I'm willing to do that thing, then all you're doing is committing to getting better every day at it. Yeah. And that I, I appreciate, and we'll end with this, it, the part where you said, look for other people. I think about those who are have the level of success that most people want. And you can look at all the ones I can think of had this level of commitment where you know, where it's Elon Musk and said, if this if this rocket crashes, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> right now, he's had some rockets crash and they're still doing okay. But but he's had ones where it was like, if this one doesn't work, we're done. Mm-hmm. Or I think about just other entrepreneurs who it's like, yeah, that had to work. Yep. And so I made it. I made it work because it it had to work. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the challenges of you listening of us is that, and it goes back to sort of that living in the seventy degrees. Like if you have a safety net, if you have comfort you will fall back to it. Yeah. And so it is making a decision. But sometimes that's reality. We meet advisors to where their spouse works. Yeah. And they could totally just take the average path 
and there's some that are like, no, I'm, I want to do this for myself. I want to personally reach my full potential, regardless of if my family has money or I inherited practice, that somehow your future self needs to unlock that. Yeah. Because if you stay on the comfortable path, there will come a point in time where you look back and you are underwhelmed by your own story because you didn't take the risk, because you didn't kind of disrupt the status quo. I would quo. submit that most of the people listening to the show are underwhelmed by their story. And I mean it in this way, yep. is that they want more. Not that they're yep. miserable. I'm not saying yeah, that. Yeah. I, think there's, you know, I talk to a lot of very happy people who <laughs> listen to the show. I hope you're one of them if you're listening or watching. But it's that it's underwhelmed as in they want more. Mm-hmm. They, they know that there's more inside of them. And I, and, I, and I hope that you'll go get this resource, stenmorgan.com slash commitment is the link. And it's also in the show notes, stenmorgan.com slash commitment. And that you'll apply some things, you'll list what the things that you want, you'll list your, you'll measure your level of commitment. Mm-hmm. And then you'll identify what do you, what does it really look like for you to commit the level five commitment to those things if you really want them. And I think there's some things that people are going to look at and go, I don't really want that. I'm not really willing to pay the yeah. price for that. And there's some things you shouldn't. And that's yeah. why you shouldn't do this in a vacuum. That's why our community is great. Because an advisor might bring something they're super fired up about. And, you know, after five or 10 questions from the community, their confidence kind of drops and they realize like, oh, maybe that's not what I thought. So getting to level five on something that's not a good idea is not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. So we want to get you to a five on great things. Yeah. And so don't do this with the context of a team, a partner, a spouse, like get input because we don't want you going full bore or spending much money and time on something at the end of the day is not a great idea. Absolutely. So go check that out, sammorgan.com slash commitment. And if you're listening to this um, in July, uh, then there's still time to check out one of our webinars. We're doing several this month. Uh, go to eadvisornetwork.com slash webinar, also in the show notes, and you'll see which one we're teaching on this week. Uh, Stan, as always, thanks for your time. Thanks, brother.